Hey guys, hey guys, uh, it's the moment we've all been waiting for. Um, on the line with us now. Are you there, Mr. Tarkenton? I'm right here. Oh, wow. We got Fran Tarkenton <laughs> on the line with us. Oh, at Ross to watch. Fran, how are you this morning, sir? I'm doing fine, thank you, sir. Thank you so much for coming on with us today. Glad to do it. You call, are you in, where, where are you calling, where are we talking to you from today? I'm in my home in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm a Georgia boy. Oh, so you got a big, big game to watch tonight, Falcons-Packers, right? I don't think it's so big to you. <laughs> hey. I mean, I mean, do you think the Falcons are in the Packers league? Not, not even, not even close. But I figured not that... even close. I mean, you know, it's that one th- anybody could win on a given Sunday. But the Falcons' uh, defense has uh, given up uh, probably only two teams in the entire league have given up more points than the Falcons so far this year. The defense has been porous. The offense has not been terribly effective. They're two and two, uh, and uh, and haven't been impressive at all. In Green Bay, uh, they won a Super Bowl with injuries, and now they go they're going to come come down here to Georgia with all their complement of wide receivers. And then you throw Jermichael uh, Finley in there, who is you know a Home giant tight end who who can, who, can, who looks like a wide receiver. Who are you going to cover him with? They keep that guy in a cage during the week. I think. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, while we're on that subject, what I mean, you want to go ahead and give us a little bit of a breakdown? What's going on with the Falcons? Why why are they underperforming so far this year? They looked at it. Be why? I, I I never thought they were loaded. I think they were overhyped. You got to you, you, in order to win championships, in order to be consistent, you've got to have a lot of great players, not good players. Hard to find on the on the on, on their roster great great players. The Roddy White would be maybe their best player, right? Mm-hmm. But Roddy Jones right, is coming up. Well, yeah, I know they're coming on, but are they Calvin Johnsons? Are they Andrew Johnsons? Are are they are they uh, uh, you know, the guys that are Green Bay's got four or five guys as good as that? That's true. Uh, so so uh, these are not uh, these are good players, but they certainly aren't uh, you know great great players. They, they have no. On the defensive line, who's their great player? Abraham. He's he's here and there, but he's getting old, and and he's not a you know he's not what he used to be, and he never was the greatest pass rusher in the world. The secondary is is challenged, offensive line is challenged. They got a nice running back, but he's certainly in the top ten running backs in football, so they don't have any great. Play. Matt Ryan's a nice player. But he's not a great player. I think he's over. He's the one I think has been overhyped since day one. He's shown flashes, you, but he's no Peyton Manning like people try to make oh, him no, out to be. No, no, no. Matt Ryan is is is. You, I mean, he's a nice young man. He gets the, the maximum out of his ability, uh, but he's uh, he, he he doesn't have the athleticism that the other guys have that are that are playing. Nor does he have the arm. He's, he's got a good head on his shoulders, and he gets everything out of, of what he's got. But but he's not going to be Aaron Rodgers. He's not. And Matthew Stafford now has. Now that's a guy that's got upside. And this is a guy that's got all the. He's got all the qualities that the, that, that Aaron Rodgers has. And Matt Ryan is just a, just a nice player. Yeah, and and it's in Stafford just the 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 nucleus that that they've put together of, of that young the Detroit you know offense is is you know with guys like. You know, with Calvin Johnson, Stafford, a guy like Titus Young, you know, when they Titus, get, yeah. you know, and when, 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 when the they other get Titus, Jabba Best, it, it's a, it's a, 
that's a team that that's a that's an NFC North team that the, the fans in Detroit must be just must be just gushing over. It. Well, they're the two be- the two best teams in football right now. That could change for Green Bay and Detroit. Now, Detroit, you you, you missed Tony Sheffler. Tony Sheffler was tight in his pedigree, and so pedigree. so you're right. But now the decor, though, I mean, the thing that I like most about Detroit's the defensive front four. <sighs> it reminds me of the Purple People Eaters of the Vikings and the <laughs> and then those people because when you can go. With four down linemen and dominate and stop runs and, and, and rush the passer like they can. They've got the best front four in football. Nick Fairley, their number one pick out of Auburn, defensive tackle, is a terrific player. He hasn't even played yet. I think he's going to play today. And, and Sue, the defensive tackle, I think is the best defensive lineman in football. So you've got, you, you take that offensive talent and you're right about that. They've got a, just a huge amount of talent there. And you put that defensive front four, which now is a front five with, with Fairley coming in there. My goodness, this team can play with anybody at any time. Well, it's, and and we had we had uh, we had we had Paula Pash uh, on on last week, and she talked a little bit about uh, Fairley's involvement. And whenever you just have a guy like that who's going to be, you know, just kind of subbing in and keeping people fresh, boy, that's a defensive line that's going to be coming at people in in waves. I guess staying there in the staying there in the NFC North, I know a team near and dear to your heart, <laughs> the Minnesota Vikings. What is what is going on up there? What, well, what's your take on the quarterback play? And, and well, they're lost, and, and they made a they made a very very big mistake by signing Brett Favre after Green Bay had said, you know, you're done. <laughs> uh, we're going to go with Rodgers. How'd that decision work out for him? Uh, well, they sent it, him back. It, it, it sure, yeah, it, it sure. Well, what, what they did, what 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 Green Bay understood and always understands, you you gotta. This is a quarterback sled. You've got to have a quarterback. Favre wasn't the player he was in the past. He, and he was, he was on the, uh, the, and so they wanted to go with Rodgers. They probably waited longer than they should have to go with Rodgers. And then, and then the Jets were going to try to have a, a, a you know, a silver bullet solution. They brought Favre in. Didn't work out for him. Vikings then, you know, three years after, two years after Green Bay, they go and bring in Favre, and it's not Favre's fault. He just he wasn't he wasn't a younger Brett Favre, and they had a great roster, and they delayed their time to get a quarterback. Now they're the worst team in that division. They were the best team and best personnel for five or six years. They still don't have a quarterback. But they made the same mistake again by bringing Donovan McNabb and starting him. Nice guy, I love Donovan McNabb. Not a great player anymore. Not even a good player anymore. They need they need to find out whether Christian Ponder can play. I don't know that he can, but they draft him number one. And and like all these other teams in Jacksonville and Cincinnati and and uh, Carolina, they're playing their, their their number one quarterback because they got to find out if those guys can play. Well, I mean, I'll tell you what. Andy Reid saw the writing on the wall. I mean, he he. Well, sure he did. I mean, he knew for sure. And it, McNabb has looked washed up, worse than washed up last year and this year. And then, what? Just as a former player and obviously a great quarterback yourself, I'm curious. What do you think when they when you hear the 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 talk in the media about how the coaches are coming out saying McNabb needs to kind of tweak his footwork, clean some things up, oh, his no, accuracy. And then he get he seemed really frustrated by that, like he didn't want to listen at all. I mean, is that do you have to still be able to listen to your coaches at thirty five? No, no, no. no. I mean, you can't tweak your footwork or change your footwork and get. Donovan McNabb has been a very solid pro. Never been a great player. Uh, And 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 if Andy Reid 
you know, is willing to let him go to a division rival Washington, then Andy Reid, who coaches him every day, has said to himself, I love Donovan McNabb, but he is not the player he was, and he's, and we cannot win on a consistent basis with him. Then he goes to Washington, and Mike Shanahan uh, tried to, you know, make to do the same thing Minnesota did with Barb, and he said, you know, he even benched him during the year because he just wasn't the player. Then Minnesota's gone and made the same mistake twice in four years, right? And now they are, they, they don't have a quarterback solution. And when you don't have a quarterback solution, the rest of your players don't play as good. Now, I'll give you, for instance, Cam Newton uh, in, in, in uh, uh, Carolina. I mean, you know, you can draft quarterbacks first round. Nobody knows whether they're going to play or not. You, you have hopes, but you don't know until you put them out there. Cam Newton has been put out there and he can play. He has, I'll guarantee you this young man can play and you all, and the team around him are, are playing better than I've seen him play in five or six years because before with Jake Delahome, they had no chance and they knew they had no chance. So, you know, they thought they were playing a hundred percent, but they were playing about 60%. But now Steve Smith has been reborn, has he not? Oh, he's, a, he's, he's excited. He thinks he has oh, somebody that can deliver him the ball. Yeah, and so, you know, they're not going to win any championships this year, but now they can say, we've got a quarterback for the next 12, 14 years. You've got to, you got to look at, look at Indianapolis. I mean, they made a grievous mistake. I mean, Peyton is 35. You've got to have a quarterback waiting in the wings. They don't have one. Well, they and might so end up with any luck. Look, they'll get luck, luck, right? Pardon? With any luck, they might be in position to grab luck this year. That could be fortuitous well, I for think, them. I think I think Indy will will probably win some games during the year and probably won't be the worst record in football. But but uh, but but they they shouldn't. But they've lost. You know, they, I mean, they, they they should have been in a better position. I mean, Green Bay. Look how smart they were. They drafted Aaron Rodgers and had him on the bench for two or three years. And, and again, I said I think they kept him there too long and didn't make that decision on far soon enough, and they would have. Uh, uh, you know, they would have been better off, but they at least had that. They understood that we have to always have a quarterback ready to play. Hey, Fran, we know that you we we know that uh, you are a cohort in our fantasy football industry these days, and we just want to give you a second to kind of tell everybody about fantasyfran.com dot com and what you got going on over there. Well, what what we've done with it? I mean, if you go to our site fantasyfran.com, dot com, we have got as thorough. Uh, we write about the, 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 all the positions and all the players, and, and then on every Thursday, I go in and I do a network quality thirty-minute show on who my picks are for the week, from games to players and surprise picks and so forth. And it, it's just, uh, you know, I, uh, your listeners, uh, I'd encourage them to go to, go take a look at fantasyfran.com and, and look at the depth of what we do because I do have an understanding. This is my hobby. I played for eighteen years. I call my own plays. I, you know, I, I, not only that, I, for most of my career, I put in the, the offense. I study foot. I understand the spreads and the hurry up spreads and the pistols and the, and the, and the four, two, five and all the defenses because it's my hobby. I watch it. I look at it and then we pass it on to people that really want to, you know, you play 40 million people as, as you know, are, are, are playing fantasy football. And so what I give them is a, a, a real good, solid, pure football perspective that they cannot get anywhere else. And I think it will help them make better decisions on picking their, their players for the week. Yeah, that's terrifically insightful to have somebody with real knowledge of the game kind of making their picks and put some strategy out there for for the fans. And, I mean, we 
we can tell that you're super pumped about it and obviously passionate. So that's a, that's really really exciting. And I one thing for sure, I know at rosterwatch.com we'll be going and watching that Thursday video, probably integrating that into some of our viewpoints and opinions as we go sure. on too. And I mean. We just we appreciate having you on, Fran. It's been a pleasure. We got to run, but uh, all right, thank you guys. Thanks so much, Fran. All have right, a have day. a good one. Thank, thank you, you so much. Bye.